Yo, we got everybody in the house tonight. I wait for my DJ to get ready. Aloha, everybody. You are listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 155, where we strongly recommend but only lightly review the best of the new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, May 2nd. And this particular podcast was actually spared by Thanos himself, so no floating away like leaves in the wind. I am your host and comic book advocate, Chris Latore. I hope you are having a super great day, and all your family and everyone is good. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. It means a lot to me personally. Please hit the subscribe button to our Sunspots Comics Podcast. Check out our past podcasts on our giant podcast feed. And please follow us on the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube. All with one easy-to-find name, at Sunspots Comics. Then you'll be fully informed of all things Sunspots Comics. So let's start out with some quick thank yous and a few shout outs. First, thank you to our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. That's right, popuptea.com. If you love a super ginormical selection of nerdy t shirts to buy, then you are going to love popuptea.com. Also, go to popuptea.com slash collections slash sunspots comics to see some of the comic book pop up t shirts I personally selected and recommend to you. They gave me like a little page. But most importantly, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you will get 25% off of any shirt order, even clearance shirts that are only like 9, 10, 11 bucks. They have been kind enough to give us a few dollars whenever the promo code SUNSPOTSCOMICS is used. So you'll be helping the podcast as well. But go and check them out at popuptea.com. They have some fantastic shirts there. Also, thank you to my friend, Nick Papa George. He sang our Sunspots Comics theme song. Please check out his band called Solution. He is the lead singer, the guitarist. Go to solutionmusic.net and facebook.com slash solutionreggae for links to their music and some upcoming show dates. If you love a fusion of reggae and rock and ska, just blend it all together to make you feel good, then you're going to love his band Solution. Check it out. Thank you, Nick Papa George, for doing our Sunspots Comics theme song. Also, thank you to my son, Justin Jables Latori for his work on our Sunspots Comics spinoff podcast called Sunspot Scene. Sunspot Scene is my son, Jables, a couple of his friends. They sit down, they talk about movies and TV shows of all genres, not just the comic books. And they usually play a little goofy game at the very, very end. So you got to wait till the very, very end. But it's all about movies and TV shows. Episode 16 of the Sunspot Scene podcast is available now, where they review the movie and the book Ready Player One. It's a fantastic fun time. I always love it. Have a smile and a chuckle or two. If you subscribe to the Sunspots Comics feed, there's nothing you got to do. You already get the Sunspot Scene podcast, but they're also on all the podcatchers, SoundCloud, and follow them on Instagram at Sunspot Scene. So thank you to my son, Justin Jables Latori. So next up are some shout outs. I actually visited four comic book shops for free comic book day yesterday. And I wanted to take a moment to just to say thank you for participating in free comic book day. I know that it's not free for the comic book stores to buy those comics. So I just wanted to say hello and thank you to some of the folks that I met and give their comic book shops a shout out. 
Uh, first off is Jeremy at the Comic Madness in Ontario, a shop I've been going to for years. It's very conveniently located to where I live and my family lives. But thank you, Jeremy, for showing me just a few pages of your personal portfolio that you hang out, that you always carry with you. I really appreciate that. It was very nice. And that awesome Darth Maul drawing that you did. I posted on Instagram. Go check it out. Also, for giving um, for free comic book day, there was actually two hero clicks they were giving out, but Comic Madness was the only shop to give me those hero clicks because I went to four shops but there's a juggernaut piece and a gladiator hulk piece the hero clicks they're awesome I just wanted to say an extra special thank you for Jeremy for giving me those and they were the only store like I said to give those out so that's just very awesome they went the extra mile they had some great sales and they're a very awesome comics driven comic book shop so check out comic madness in ontario thank you jeremy second is the realm games and comics in brea california just wanted to say hello to everyone that i met at this shop i used to shop there a lot but now it's a little further away from me they had some fantastic sales including 50 percent off of those eagle moss chess pieces that i love every so often i post pictures of them on at sunspots comics on my instagram but fantastic stuff. The Realm Games and Comics in Brea. I wanted to say hello to them. Third is the Comic Book Hideout in Fullerton. I just want to say hello to Glennis and the gang. They are always super nice. They have a huge selection of back issues. Very impressive. They even helped me stock up on some Saga and some Why the Last Man. Because I was ending the day with a Brian K. Vaughn BKV signing. So thanks, guy, for help. Thank you guys at the Comic Book Hideout in Fullerton for supplying me with some back issues that I needed for my BKV signing. So thanks, you guys. Go to Comic Book Hideout in Fullerton. They're just kind of in touch with the community. They have a lot of fun sort of events and paint night and all kinds of weird things. And they just have an eclectic mix of stuff in their store. So check out Comic Book Hideout in Fullerton. I just can't recommend them enough. Uh, and the fourth and final one is where I ended my day for free comic book day. It's Earth 2 Comics in Sherman Oaks. Just wanted to say hello to the owner and thank you, Carr. And Heather, a special thank you for Heather. Uh, she set aside a ticket for me to have um, a place in the line for Brian K. Vaughn to uh, get some stuff signed. So that was very sweet of her, very nice, because I told her early on when I heard about the signing that I really wanted to be there. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn is kind of a elusive person that doesn't do a lot of signings at cons and etc. So they had a, a signing event. Brian K. Vaughn, BKV, was there for four hours, and uh, he just rarely does that. Um, Carr told me that, I guess... Brian K. Vaughn lives nearby their shop. And so from time to time, he shops there. So they really kind of put it on him, hounded him a bit, uh, I'm sure in a very nice way, to get this signing done. And they got it done. So Brian K. Vaughn, got to say props to Carr and the gang at Earth 2 Comics. And also, hello to a, a dude that I met in line, um, Mauricio. You know who you are. Uh, he was so nice. He had an adorable little family with him. Thanks, Mauricio. Uh, for being my line mate for a while there as we waited for Brian K. Vaughn. And uh, I just had a nice nerdy conversation with you. And I followed you on everything. So I just wanted to say thanks to Mauricio for hanging out with me while I was there at Earth 2 Comics. But there you go. There, Please support your local comic book shop. If you're in those areas, stop by and say hello and say hi to those wonderful folks that I met in those amazing comic book shops. Tell them Chris from Aftershock Comics and the Sunspots Comics Podcast uh, told you about them. I visit comic book shops a lot for my job for Aftershock Comics, so you never know. I might actually be in there visiting you at one time or another. But support your local comic book shops. Uh, go and buy some stuff and uh, uh, just help them out. They need it. Comic book stores uh, work hard, stay in business. So now let's get into the Sunspots Comics podcast, issue number 155, starting out with some stuff. 
that's been floating around in my nerd brain. So the first nugget of nerd lodged so deeply in my nerd lobes is free comic book day. As I was just briefly talking about there earlier in the intro, it's every year on the first Saturday in May. So write it down on your calendars. And this year may actually be the best free comic book day ever. There were 52 comics. That's a lot. That's the most they've ever had. And the selection of high quality comics was better than ever. Uh, a lot of times there's a ton of stuff that I end up giving away or tossing because it's just little sort of samples of comics. There were a lot of full-blown 20 to 30 page full issues of comics this year. Um, I always separate my free comic book day stack into three piles. Uh, there's the all-ages comics that I browse and give to my nieces and nephews. So hello, Ariana and Christian. Your pile of free comic books are coming soon. Uh, my second pile is the comics I've browsed but really don't have any interest in reading. Um, that pile is normally kind of big. This year, it was surprisingly small. So yes, lots of comics that were not in the kind of toss-away pile for me. There were The third and final pile is the must-read pile. So it was girthy. It was larger than normal. So, and by the way, here are just some of the big third pile of comics that are must-read. First one off the bat, of course, is from Image Comics. It's Brian K. Vaughn's issue number one of Barrier. That's for sure. Uh, the top of the third pile of keeps or listens or reads that I have to go through. That was a very important one. Uh, Strangers in Paradise, XXV, uh, number one was another one. A definite, definite read. Definite read. The Amazing Spider-Man by Ryan Otley, sort of his debut as the new artist in Amazing Spider-Man. That was another one on top of the list there, on top of the pile. And the uh, final one I want to mention, which is kind of as I'm grabbing my, my stack here, it was highly recommended from a guy at Earth 2 Comics, and it was, uh, there's two. There was one called Crush, it's from Svetlana Chamkova, very sort of teenage uh, angsty sort of comedy. Oh, the other another one was the Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, Zero's Journey. That's another one that was on top. Definitely want to read that. It's manga style, which is crazy, reading from right to left. Um, and the, uh, there's also like a Disney princess one for Little Mermaid that's cool. My nieces and nephews are excited about. But uh, that last one that I wanted to recommend is uh, in here somewhere that I'm filing through here. As you can see all these. Oh, there's Bob's Burgers. That's one that I definitely wanted to take a look at. Barrier was on top. That no, must be the Crush one and the, uh, and the Night Before. Anyway, there you go. There's just a smidge of what's in my third pile, the must-read pile. Very small second pile, like I said, of stuff that I'm not interested in. So very, very cool as I drop this stack. Yep, see, I told you, it's girthy. <laughs> so please support Free Comic Book Day. Introduce the next generation of comic book fans to this glorious day. I mean, come on, you go into a comic book shop, there's 52 comics you can pick up. I mean, that's crazy. And not all of them let you just take one of each. So you got to go to a few different stores to kind of pick up a few different ones. A lot of the stores just give you two, three, sometimes even one. Only one per person of the free comic book day comic. So you do have to kind of travel around, go to five or six that are close to you, maybe in like a 20 mile radius. So definitely support free comic book day. And if you walk into a shop and you're not sure what to buy, talk to someone in the comic book shop and ask them for a recommendation. They're trained. They know how to tailor a recommendation to your likes or your interests, even just Tell someone about this podcast. I recommend all types of different comics from all ages stuff to rated R horror. It's all right here on the Sunspots Comics podcast. But free comic book day every May, every year, the first Saturday in May. Become a part of this weird, wonderful comics community and just pick up some free comic books. So I just wanted to put that out there. Free comic book day. It's a great day to just get introduced, try some new stuff, and pick up some free comics. I mean, you can't beat that. 
And another thing that's uh, stuck inside my nerd brain is that I am super excited for my upcoming trip this weekend to Seattle for my job at Aftershock Comics. I can't wait. I'll be visiting a bunch of comic book shops in Seattle for Aftershock. Uh, so if you if you know the Seattle area very well, you live out there, and you visit comic book shops on the weekend, you never know. You might just see me there. I'll be hanging out. I'll be wearing an Aftershock, Aftershock's uh, comic shirts. Say hello. Come say hi. Um, I've never been to Seattle, so I can't wait to get there. Um, let me know if you have a particular landmark or a favorite restaurant or like a super favorite comic book shop. Uh, send you know, Hit me up on my uh, chris at sunspotscomics.com, my email, or any of the social media at sunspotscomics. If you have a favorite place in Seattle that you really think I need to go and see and experience. But I'd love to hear your recommendation. So I'm super excited. Going to Seattle for Aftershock Comics. I'll be out there this weekend. And another thing, another nerd thing that's just lodged in there real good is a little bit of comic book TV show news. The announcement in the Hollywood Reporter was that there is a Swamp Thing TV series in development with James Wan as executive producer. James Wan is the director of the upcoming Aquaman movie. I can't believe it's already coming out. December of 2018, that's right. Uh, also, he's known for horror films like Insidious and The Conjuring. Also, there is Mark Verheiden. He's from he did Battlestar Galactica and also Daredevil, and Gary Doberman. He did the uh, I guess he's writer of the It movie and its sequel, which they're working on. They're attached to co-write and do the script and also serve as the showrunners. And what I was reading here is it says that all they need is a super solid script approved and swampy, swampily green. It'll be swampily green lit. <laughs> I loved the 1982 Swamp Thing film. I was 10 years old when it came out. My mind was completely blown. I loved all the campy, swampy, mon monster fun. And I can't wait to see Swamp Thing on the small screen. That'll be so cool. I hope they do it right. I know that the late Swamp Thing creators, Len Wein, and Bernie Wrightson are just smiling down on this from the comic book heavens. I hope that they <laughs> capture... The, the true green essence of Swamp Thing and just do Len and Bernie proud. But uh, Swamp Thing on TV, I can't wait. Fingers crossed. Maybe that'll even be the gateway for other DC Comics TV shows. I hope so. Uh, and maybe they'll break out of that CW mold and do something different. I hope that Swamp Thing is not CW, just so we get something fresh and new. But man, fingers crossed. I hope that we get to see Swamp Thing on television. But it's in the works. Len, Ween, Bernie, you guys will be proud. Looking down. But uh, that's cool, they got James Wan. But the last thing that's on uh, Bounce Around Up Inside My Nerd Brain is that I'm actually creating my very own comic book called Zombie Destroyers. Yes, and uh, man, I've been working on this for a long time. It's just a passion project. I've been wanting to make a comic book since I was a little kid. So it's just, I'm chasing the dream here. I'm doing the writing, the coloring, the lettering. My good friend Jordan Hudson is doing his gorgeous art. Check him out on Instagram at scablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D. Hello, Jordan. Also, just wanted to give you a quick Zombie Destroyers update. We are working on the last couple of pages of Zombie Destroyers issue number one. So getting close to wrapping that up, and then we'll be, we'll be out there marketing it, selling it. I'm sure there'll be a crowdfunding type of thing going on, Patreon, Kickstarter, etc. You'll get to hear more about that as we get closer. But Zombie Destroyers issue number one is getting close to wrapping up on the primary art. And also to see what my comic book Zombie Destroyers looks like, if you want to put your eyes on it to kind of take a peek, just go over to sunspotscomics.com, click on Zombie Destroyers. You'll see that I've got six sample pages there, they've got the cover page, I've got the first four pages, and even this picture of Jordan's dad cosplaying at Rose City Comic Con is one of the characters that I created in Zombie Destroyers. It's crazy. He looks hyper accurate. I put a picture of Jordan's dad next to a picture of Bruce that I actually created, drawn by Jordan. Uh, it's 
beautiful. I just, I still, every time I look at it, I can't believe that I've already had a cosplayer of a comic that's not even, you can't even buy it. But very, very cool. Go to sunspotscomics.com, click Zombie Destroyers to see what my comic book looks like. And uh, next up, I just want a quick mention of our segment called Spotlighting. And Spotlighting is basically, I sit down with comic book creators that are either trying to break in or already doing it, and have just a nice conversation right here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Please check out my Spotlighting interview with comic book artist and movie director Troy Nixie. It was a few weeks ago, but I'm super proud of it. I posted the interview, and it's on the podcast feed. You'll see it there. He's an artist of this comic book that I'm loving through Dark Horse called Vinegar Teeth. Issue 4 of 4 just came out a few weeks ago. It was on the top comic book pick list. The art is beautiful. It's inspiring. He also directed an actual film written by Guillermo del Toro called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. you got to check it out. It's monster madness. It's fun, though. Please follow him on all the social media at Troy Nixie, N-I-X-E-Y. I'm super proud and humbled by the interview. It was an absolute highlight of just my nerd career. Thank you again, Troy. But check it out. It's on the feed. It's Troy Nixie is who I interviewed. And that's just our little segment called Spotlighting. We have a lot more interviews coming up. If you yourself, you work in comics, you're trying to break into comics like me, I would love to have you have just a nice conversation right here on a future podcast. Just send me a message, maybe even some of your work so I can look at it prior. Email it to me, chris at sunspotscomics.com. Or of course, message me on everything social media at Sunspots Comics. But I definitely love that doing this podcast, I can support struggling comic book creators out there like me just to get people to see their work. And there's a ton of interviews on the feed. Go look at some of them, like uh, Marcus and Nasso of Voracious Feeding Time. Go look at that. Um, Zach Kaplan is on the feed there. He's done a bunch of stuff like Port of Earth. He's got a new Aftershock title coming up. Uh, check it out. There's just a ton of people I've had the just the the, the humbling moments of in my life to sit down and, and talk to these comic book creators and have these nice interviews. So that's called spotlighting. It's on the feed. Just go in there. You'll see it. But now on to the main course, the centerpiece, the Sunspots comic sweet, po- sweet spot, if you will, uh, which is my comic book re- reviews and recommendations, where I share with you my favorite new comic books that I recommend to you that you go and read. They just came out just this last new comic book day, Wednesday, May 2nd. So semi-spoiler, super duper light alert, just in case. But really, don't worry. I just work hard to inspire you, to just get the juices flowing, to get you happy, get you excited, and go out and buy these comics. So I don't spoil them. I never discuss the last few pages. I only cover some of the interesting points that make up a comic book. As you know, there's a ton of interesting points that makes up a comic book. But just in case, you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. Also, to see everything encapsulated, recap all of what's happening for on Sunspots Comics, just go over to sunspotscomics.com, click on the pull list, you'll see the 112 titles I'm currently reading, you'll see all of my top picks since I started this podcast like two, three years ago, uh, also you'll see um, just a very simple, easy to find, easy to navigate through kind of site, it's very compact, I, I update it every single week and I'm super proud of it, so please go over to sunspotscomics.com every so often, I'd appreciate it. So now let's talk about who won the the winners, who are the winners of art. Every single week I pick an artist winner and a cover artist winner that just made my eyeballs come the happiest of all of them. This is a great week of art for comic books, but I picked an art winner. So this week's art winner, in my opinion, uh, he's been also a Sunspots Comics art winner in the past, is Ben Stenbeck for Koshe the Deathless, issue number five of six from Dark Horse Comics. Uh, Follow him on everything at Mr. Stenbeck, M-R-S-T-E-N-B-E-C-K, on all the social media. 
Ben has this ability to just do this super clean, super detailed cartooning style, which, by the way, will really immerse you into this mysterious, fantastical land that is Koshay the Deathless. Ben does some amazing, but yet very simple framework and character placement. I love it. It kind of gives you the feeling that each and every single panel is like a complete piece of art. And that does not happen a lot. And you have to see it to know what I'm talking about. He draws every kind of background you can imagine in this particular issue. I mean, he, he draws jungles, desert, there's snowy landscape, uh, there's a moment where they're deep in the ocean, there's sharks, swamps, there's just sort of this pyramid-like ruins in the desert. I know I'm forgetting a few of the backgrounds that he had to draw, but just the, the sheer diversity of the look in this comic is outstanding. Top-notch. Ben Stenbeck's art in Koshay the Deathless will just, it just kind of takes you on this epic journey and places you in this land, in this landscape that you'll just want to live in for a while. It's, it's beautiful. Go look at it. Ben Stenbeck's art for Koshay the Deathless. Like I said, he has been an art winner in the past. Uh, follow him, please, on everything social media at Mr. Stenbeck. Gorgeous stuff. Easily art winner this week. Uh, I want to give it up for Ben Stenbeck. This week's cover artist winner is Duncan Fegredo for his cover number B. There are three covers on this comic for Death and, Clo and Glory, issue number one from Image Comics. Follow him at Duncan underscore Fegredo, F-E-G-R-E-D-O. And on his website, by the way, uh, which is DuncanFegredo.co.uk, he's done a, just a ton of Hellboy art on there. If you love looking at Hellboy, Go look at his website. It's gorgeous. He loves drawing Hellboy. Uh, he's actually done some interior art for Hellboy over the time over the time being. A few issues here, back and there, back here and there. He must be personal friends with Mike Mignola because he only kind of handpicks artists that are very particular. But his cover for Death and Glory issue number one, like I said, it's the B cover. It's a little harder to get, but it is uniquely gorgeous. <laughs> it has this lime green blue simple background. And the Death and Glory main character, Glory Owen, is posing. Uh, she's kind of like giant. She's of giant-sized proportions here. Like, like she's just a kaiju, Glory Owens, <laughs> standing there. With basically a car chase going down the barrel of her gun. Either they're miniaturized, or like I said, she's giant and they're tiny. And they're even... This sort of car chase is shooting out of this giant gun. It's just this wonderful, playful color. It really catches the eye. There's an amazing amount of detail as these cops and cars are falling and flying all over the place. It's really just this larger than life, perfectly done, perfectly cropped, uh, iconic looking comic book cover. And it's just larger than life. I mean, Glory is so perfectly framed and posed. You have to see it. She's just standing there like a badass. But this cover B of Death and Glory, issue number one. It caught my eye from across the room when I was at the comic book hideout in Fullerton. I had to get it, and I already had a copy of it. Had to get another copy with this cover B from Duncan Fagretto. It's glorious. Thank you so much, Duncan. That cover just made me happy. And like I said, I saw it from a crowded room across 100 feet, and there it was screaming at me, buy me, buy me, buy me. And I, I'm a sucker. I fell for it. But go check out Death and Glory, issue number one, cover B from Duncan Fagretto. Easily cover artist winner, this week. Thank you, Duncan. In the breakdown, 
This week I actually read 11 comics. Nice light week of comics. And four of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. That's right. I'm going to be talking about four comics that I'm recommending to you. So get a pencil. Write them down. But that's a super solid week of comics right there. I only had 11 and four of them made it to the top pick list. There were two new number ones, but only one of them made it to the top pick list, which is what I'll tell you here in one second and tell you which number one made it to the top countdown. So let's get into it. Here are my top comic book recommendations. This is the Great Ones list of the new comic books for New Comic Book Day, May 2nd. I recommend you support your local comic book shop and go and buy these comics immediately, all four of them, especially the new number one because you can jump right in when it's going on. But all these are kind of standalone this week. They're wonderful. So like I said, there were four comic books this week. So here we go now. Let's start getting in at number four is from DC Comics, Batman, issue number 46. And this is from the team of Tom King, just crushing it as writer of Batman has been for a while. And art by Tony Daniel. Lovely, lovely art. He's always been consistent, always solid. But this, uh, in a gist, is Booster Gold uh, giving a gift uh, to Batman where he went back in time and saved his parents, saved the Waynes family. Uh, and that literally blows up in his face. <laughs> literally. Um, so he creates this kind of alternate 1985, Marty, as he <laughs> springs the, in this world, the serial killer Catwoman out of prison, who oddly only says meow, by the way, just one word. <laughs> She's like the I am Groot of this comic. It's weird. Uh, but only says meow, I guess so. Just a single word. But um, so his attempt, <laughs> Booster Gold tries to reunite the cat and the bat in this alternate 1985 universe here. It's not 1985, but you know what I mean, alternate world. Uh, in hoping that like love will save the day and they'll somehow find each other here when they have haven't even really met each other in this alternate universe but nope and wow what a hilarious mess this creates <laughs> um, there are lots of laugh out loud moments in this it's full of comedy I love the way the characterization of Booster Gold he's just kind of Spider-Man-y and has these goofy quips and he talks to himself a lot so that was just kind of fun uh, in the comic sense you know, that's not thought bubbles, too. He's just kind of talking out loud to himself. <laughs> Booster Gold is nuts. But uh, he really comes off as this kind of huge doofus in this <laughs> because he wants to give a gift but just unravels the very, you know, fabric of time and screws everything up. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how this little miniseries kind of get gets wrapped up and how they clean up everything and go back to the sort of cat and bat getting married, which is supposed to happen very soon. But uh, it's just hilarious to see Booster Gold. Every move that he makes, he just continually fails. And it just keeps getting worse and worse. And I'm just waiting for Biff to come walking out of a casino here. <laughs> it's just that bad of this alternate 1985. But uh, still a ton of fun. Had some laughs. Check out Batman 46. I'm looking forward to the Bat and the Cat wedding thing. However that's going to go down and happen. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be fun, I think. But uh, that's my number four issue, Batman number 46. Definitely read the last five or six. They've been f fantastic leading up to this bat and cat wedding. But uh, now we're on to the top three. So here we go. These are the best new comic books, the top three. Uh, so here we go. Coming in at number three is the only new number one to make the countdown this week. And our cover artist winner of the week, it is Death or Glory issue number one from Image Comics. This is written by Rick Remender. Come on now, folks. He's a, he's the pro in the biz. He's a, he's the godfather of comics. He's been doing it forever. Art by Bengal. And again, this is a cover B, Duncan Fagretto, cover art winner of the week. Go look at it. It's just beautiful, love, lovely, and amazing. But this is uh, Death and Glory. 
is just this very messed up uh, kind of speed racer meets Fast and the Furious meets, uh, gosh, meets like Pulp Fiction. That's the best way. Those three things mixed together because it even has some some visual cues of Speed Racer that it reminds me of. But anyway, um, it, that's a good way to sum up the gist there of those three, those three things combined. But there's this character, Glory. She's our main character. She's very kind of um, 50s rockabilly kind of sensibility meets Speed Racer look. And she wants to rob a drug dealer like this main kind of Mexican mafia drug dealer in town. To pay for her dad's liver transplant. So yeah, it's got a it's got a heavy edge to this because she's desperate. And you got to give it up for Bengal's art. He definitely conveys desperation on the face of the character Glory that he draws. Because she's her heart's in the right place. She wants to do the right thing for her dad. But that has to be conveyed by the art by Bengal or this won't uh, sell. You won't feel it. You won't um, be gravitated toward it being a real emotion. Uh, Bengal pulls it off. Awesome, lovely art. All of the emotions on the faces were top-notch. So it definitely keeps you immersed. And it, it's the art style, by the way, very realistic. Very sort of just weighted upon all of just reality. So there's no real bending or stretching of, of limbs and arms and legs. It's all very realistic, very hyperly focused, detailed art. I love it. But um, ever since uh, Glory's mom passed away, her dad is all she has. So... This is a, just a small sort of loving tale of family here. Uh, she also has this little side family that's adorable. Uh, these bikers that are in a biker bar in her neighborhood. And uh, there's some great character development there. You're just going to love sort of meeting these oddball characters in this biker bar. But uh, by the way, this, um, I love the, the car chase. Comics historically don't do car chases very well. It's just sort of tough to pull off a lot of times to really get the feeling of kinetic energy and that things are moving. This is an awesome car chase. Maybe one of the best car chases I've seen in comics in a long time that I can remember. Uh, so check it out for just that. It's like, wow, it's such a beautifully done, very movie style storyboarding. That's just, it's just professional and crisp. All the art uh, has this, just like I said, weighted in realism. It's it's lovely. But there's an awesome car chase. There's also this very scary hitman, by the way, that uses uh, like, like uh, I won't tell you what he uses, but he has an odd weapon of choice that this sort of hitman hired to take out glory uh, that uses. It's odd and strange, but devastating at the same time. I don't want to tell you what it is, but uh, like I said, tickling you. Want you want to inspire you. Want you to buy this. But go get death or glory issue number one it's uh gonna be reprinted i can feel it it just has that feel rick remender come on art by bengal he has this style too that goes from very cartoony to very realistic to almost like very manga uh, where the eyes sort of just get giant and the face just sort of gets cartoony every so often but he doesn't overuse it sometimes when you just over stylize with things like that it can feel a little you can feel as a reader a little sort of tired by it you don't with that he just sprinkles in these strange little moments of animated characters but you'll see what i'm saying go get death or glory only number one new number one this week so go get that great time to jump on uh it's uh, it's messed up tale but it's it is kind of rated r and uh uh you know it, things just go horribly wrong like i said in the in the early part of the of the review speed racer meets uh pulp fiction meets uh fast and furious there you go but coming in at number two is the longest <laughs> one of the longest comic book titles of all time from Dark Horse Comics, from the world of Black Hammer, Dr. Star and the Kingdom of Lost Tomorrows. Yes, all that. We'll just call it Dr. Star, issue number two, or issue number three. 
<laughs> so here we go. Um, I'm a sucker for father-son stories, and that's what is the focus here. Um, he goes too close to a black hole, and time, uh, of course, I love that it's that it plays around with that, uh, that you get close to a black hole, and time, it reacts to your body differently. And so when he returns to Earth, a whole bunch of time has passed. His son is now much older and is struggling with PTSD from Vietnam. Yeah, that's happening in this. It's very serious. And it's really ultimately about our main character, Dr. Star, uh, just trying to win the heart of his son. You know, win the love, win back the love from his son. His son's angry with him. He disappeared. He's been gone for 20 years. Um, so he he decides to kind of scour the galaxy to try to find something that can heal his son because his son is very ill, but he's not having any luck there. But in his romp through the galaxy, he finds that a new religion honoring him as the Star Father, Star Lord, whatever you want. It has, it has like a Star Lord and a Star Man quality and a Green Lantern kind of quality all mixed in one. That's what Dr. Star is. Um, but uh, they've even been able to harness the unique power of this weird sort of a gauntlet that everyone cares or a lantern that everyone carries but he's found out there's just this religion of all these crazy aliens around the galaxy that are that are you know following in his footsteps and calling him like i said the star father so you know he's very torn between trying to be grounded on earth and save his son and sort of help the galaxy in in the larger sense you know help his son with his illness or help the, you know save the galaxy from all kinds of problems the galaxies have you know what i'm saying they, we all know galaxies got issues but, um, man, some heavy, realistic stuff going on. Some galaxy-romping fun at the same time. Uh, father and son, Vietnam PTSD. All that's happening here. Yes, Dr. Star. It, you gotta just jump into the realm of the Black Hammer. Uh, you, you just gotta jump in there. This is Jeff Lemire's universe that he's created, by the way. Art by Max Fiumara. I can only say that I've seen a ton of Max Fiumara art. This looks like he's processing it a little faster. Not that it's horrible or bad. But, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Max Fiamara. He's trying to stay on time here. And that's a, a big stickler for Jeff Lemire and his universe that he's created with the Black Hammer. So, Dr. Star, issue number three. Get them all. It's got this very cool steampunky kind of art. But, uh, like I said, Green Lantern meets Starman meets, you know, Star-Lord. All jammed in there into this character. Who is, is very based in science. I like the very real science feel of it. That's what Dr. Star... And the Kingdom of Lost Tomorrows is all about. So get it. It's great. Colors by Dave Stewart. Wonderful, wonderful coloring. Get Dr. Star Kingdom of Tomorrow. Issue number three. Get them all. We'll go back and get them all. And then jump into the Black Hammer universe. It's lovely. Jeff Lemire crushing it. Uh, but now here we go. On to the number one. The one uh, on top of the mountain. The Big Kahuna. This week's number one comic book pick of the week is Koshay the Deathless. That's right. Issue number five. This is our art winner of the week. Yes, with Ben Stenbeck. Story by Mike Mignola. Covers, colors by Dave Stewart. The, the wonderful, amazing talent of Dave, Dave Stewart's colors. That's like a dream of mine. One, one day have Dave Stewart color a comic for me. That's, I mean, if we're making a wish list. He's on the top of my coloring list. But Ben Stenbeck, artist winner. Absolutely lovely. This is wrapping up. This is issue five of six, so it's coming to a quick end. But in a nutshell, this crazy witch called the Baba Yaga. Yes, no, no connection to the John Wick stories, the John Wick movies at all. Um, has cursed Koshe the Deathless to sort of do her evil bidding and and go throughout these crazy landscapes. Like I said, he does every landscape you can ever possibly think of, from from deserts and 
and forests and jungles and swamps and it's just it's just this amazing just blended beautiful you know palette of landscaping that's just done it's gorgeous but he also has a moment where he sits in one of the uh one of the levels of hell somewhere sitting in a a bar with nothing but corpses uh hanging out with hellboy so it's kind of neat to have it the story grounded in that and that uh koshay is sitting in a bar in hell talking to hellboy so that's kind of a nice little bonus nugget like are they going to get out of hell at the end of this as koshay is just retelling his insane story of how he was cursed by the baba yaga into just killing all these people and and towns and beings and kind of like i think her mo baba yaga's mo is to sort of wipe out all of magic so that she's all of left or all that's left on in the world that are of magic beings because she wants to sort of kill them all um so i think that's what she does here but she's under our koshay is under her spell he's 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 under her curse he at one point even turns into this giant wolf and just sort of slaughters this entire town but it sort of like destroys his soul little by little all of these horrible deeds that he's doing for baba yaga even in the last issue she turns into a, a lovely woman that he sort of falls in love with and then she reveals herself, which is this just sort of walking corpse that is Baba Yaga. And so she's just tormenting him. It's just this sort of unrelenting torture of this character, Koshe. So they've built a fantastic bad guy, which is a big stickler for me in comics. So I just have to see in the last issue Baba Yaga just blown up and destroyed and dismembered in all kinds of ways. Because they've just built up this horrible bad person that just continually tortures and curses and has him do all of the, these dastardly deeds uh, throughout these gorgeous landscaping, beautiful lands drawn by Ben Stenbeck. But Koshe the Deathless, fantastic, wrapping up, last issue coming up. I'm sure they're going to put it together in a collection. It's been a art winner, it's been a cover art winner, it's been top pick of the week before, and it's only on issue number five. So that says a lot. Get it. It's monsters, it's demons, it's dragons, it's curses, uh, it's beautiful, sweeping, epic landscapes. Um, it's, it's just all of that. Yeah. Um, and more and Hellboy and this, like I said, the, this, this bar in hell that they're sitting in having no drink, just sitting there in a bar in hell as Koshe the Deathless tells his story. It's great. It's great. Fantastic monster stuff. Go get it right now, right now. Go get it. Just pause the podcast, go to your comic book shop, then come back here and finish up. There's only a few minutes left, but there you go. <laughs> That's the Sunspots Comics podcast issue number 155. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me lock the vault door. Those are my new comic book recommendations for this week. For New Comic Book Day, May 2nd, please go to a local comic book shop and buy these comic books immediately. Tell them that Chris from the Sunspots Comics Podcast sent you. That guy that works for Aftershock Comics, that he told you to come here. Do it and go buy some comics. If you have any questions, comments, maybe you want a personal recommendation, or you want to tell me about some cool spots in Seattle, where I'll be soon, email me directly, chris at sunspotscomics.com. Maybe there's a comic book uh, I'm missing. There's a ton of things out there. I try to scour the world, the internet, to find the best comics and put my little pile of 20 or so together and then tell you about the best ones. But maybe I'm missing one. Send it to me, chris at sunspotscomics.com. Check out our blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com. Sign up for our newsletter at sunspotscomics.com slash contact. Also, go over to cryptidzoo.com. My buddy Julian makes these sweet augmented reality t-shirts based on cryptozoology. Who doesn't love cryptozoology? Just use the Erasma app and your smartphone to make these crazy cryptid t-sh- cryptid zoo t-shirts come to life. It's just so crazy cool. You got to see it. 
And of course, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off of your order. So go there. Go to cryptidzoo.com. Also, tune in next week for issue number, podcast number 156 of the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I'll be reading a list of 15 new comics this week for May 9th, New Comic Book Day. And there are five new number ones that are coming out that hopefully they're great so that I can recommend them to you on next week's podcast. So potentially 20 that I'll be reading and we'll see which ones end up being great of those 20. Also, if you want to give just a little back to us here at the Sunspots Comics Podcast, please go go to iTunes, give us a positive review, some positive words and five stars. I'll even read your review on a future podcast and give you a shout out right here on a future podcast. Just for me to say personally, thank you. I'll also even mail you a little comic book related prize sent right to your door. So please just give us a little iTunes five star review with some positive words. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, please subscribe. Listen in. I hope you had a good time. Tell a nerdy loved one about the Sunspots Comics podcast. Uh, But right here from the deepest recesses of my soul, thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. I appreciate your time. And uh, you just, you know, hopefully I infused a little positivity and gave you some great comic books to read. And uh, they'll fill your life with joy right there. But until next week, spend some time with the ones you love. And go read some comic books and then bring those two things together. Read some comic books with the ones you love. Stay nerdy, folks. Be like water, my friend. See you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. First, carefully put your mask on. Lock it in place. Second... Make sure your armor is superhero tight. Then put on your big boots and activate the lasers. Once the lasers are activated, don that big red cape and blast off. These aren't comic book pages anymore. This is real life. And remember, tell a gangster friend to join in because every hero needs a villain. Comics now.